BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. Today I'm joined with friend and fellow podcaster, Kenzie Elizabeth. You probably know her from the I Love You So Much podcast, Instagram, and YouTube. Today's mood is anti-hustle culture, balancing work, friendships, relationships, goals, and everything in between. We'll be talking our best mood and worst mood of the week, our current mood boosters, all about today's mood, and answering some of your advice questions in hashtag my mood. Please welcome Kenzie Elizabeth to the podcast. (laughs) Right, right, right. Okay. Um, you're going to host the podcast. <laughs> I'm like, hey, guys. <laughs> Welcome back to Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. I'm Lauren Elizabeth, and I'm here with Kenzie Elizabeth. <laughs> you know, you know. wait, actually, I think it was Maddie, or Maddie or Scout, and one of them thought we, we were related. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, no, we were all together. We were at John Vinny's, weren't we? Yeah, they said yeah. they were like, in a, they were on a <laughs> podcast, and they were like, Lauren Elizabeth, Kenzie Elizabeth, wait, are they sisters? And I was like, are you <laughs> fucking stupid? It's our middle <laughs> names. <laughs> I was I like, Jesus Christ. Cool. I was like, it's our middle names. Hi, sisters, if Hi, you're sisters. listening. Hi, Kenzie. <laughs> Hello. So we've been planning to get together for a really long time. I went on your po- podcast, the I Love You So Much podcast, and we just like jumped right into like being the best of friends yeah. because we're literally the same person. I bought two bags that she had like, yeah. day, that exact day. So yeah. And then I tried to just like be the better version of myself to be more <laughs> like you. <laughs> You're like, you seem like an anagram type three because you're an achiever. Lauren, we're working on Enneagram. And I was like, "Um, yeah, but I'm the laziest piece of shit ever. Like, you're not at all. I was like, Lauren, I know that you are a three wing too because I know we're the same person. And she's like, no, I'm seriously not whatever. All right, cool, cool. (laughs) I I texted the link and I was like, take the test. And then sure enough, she texts me, oh yeah, I'm an Enneagram three wing too. And I'm like, yeah, exactly it's honestly a great combo though it is it's a really good combo and i like want more people to take the enneagram mm-hmm. the Very enneagram good. test yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really good so we have a type three here a fellow type oh, three yes. elizabeth basically <laughs> the same person we're literally both wearing the exact same outfit yeah. it's fine we're fine okay kenzie why don't you tell people what you do like what's your shtick maybe where they know you from and just a little bit about yourself because i have some questions for you but like let's get like the generic overview yeah. out of the way I make everyone on my show do this, and, like, now I have to do it, and I hate it. You made me do it. I know, but I think it's a good exercise for people. That's what I say so that I don't have to do it, you know? Right. Um, Okay. Anyways, my name's Kenzie. I'm 22. I'm from Texas. I live in L.A., but I just got a place in Texas, so I'm about to live in both places. And then, yeah, I started on YouTube. When did you start on YouTube? Um, It was my, I think, okay, my account opened in 2012, but okay. I don't think that was when my first video was. It was my sophomore year of high school, and I'm a senior in college now. Oh, wow. So, I should graduate this year. Woo-woo. God willing. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see, you yeah. know? You're like, let's not count the chickens before they hatch, all right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not done yet. Um, Yeah, and I have a podcast. Lifestyle podcast. So, when did you start the podcast? Because I feel like yours has been around for a while, or am I crazy? September 2018. So, like a year, a little under a year and a half. And what made you want to start a podcast from one podcaster to another, just out of curiosity? Yeah. <laughs> I'd, okay, so mine is different from like, I feel like most people's. I'd actually listen to podcasts for forever. Mm-hmm. Like, pro- I started listening like probably four years ago now. Oh, wow. And, like, they weren't popular then. It's because of girl, or yeah, it's Girl Boss Radio. It was their very first season, like, before it was produced or anything like that, or, like, as produced as right. it is now. So, I listened to that one, and then I got into more. I had always wanted to start one, and then I finally did it. And yeah. then for people that haven't listened to your podcast, like, what's, like, the gist? I know it's called I Love You So Much, but, yeah. like, how would you describe it to get some new listeners? Okay, so it's a lifestyle podcast, so I have people of all different walks of life, from business to leadership 
to product focus. Like a lot of entrepreneurs, my latest thing right now, I was telling Lauren this earlier, I'm really trying to branch out as far as guests go. I'm trying to really diversify the show, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, I'm trying to have the real life Olivia Pope on. Her name is Judy <laughs> Smith. So yeah, that's my latest thing. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, she, you, were, you were like, I'm trying to find this woman named Judy Smith's email. And I was also, like. I just want to say Judy Smith is a very generic name. Uh, so yeah. And she worked for the government. So I just feel like something's up with that. You know what I mean? Oh, maybe she's like a Jane Doe. But now it has to be a fake name, I think. But now she's like a public figure and she does all these speaking things. Why don't you DM her? Well, okay, because she doesn't use social media. And (laughs) she has a book coming out in 2020. So I think I have a better chance. Oh, yeah. I don't promo your book. I don't care. Like, you're literally my hero. Yeah, like you're probably going to want to read the book. I mean, hero's like a little like much for someone who's on a new obsession with someone. (laughs) It's a little much, but that's how I feel. You also just like are comparing her to Olivia Pope. No, because she is the real life Olivia Pope. The show is based off of her. She wrote it with Shonda Rhimes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she's the real deal. Okay, I'm going to look into her because now I'm intrigued because I loved Scandal so much. Okay, let's talk about our best mood and worst mood of the week. Basically, where we show you that, A, we're all human. We have our highs and lows and just kind of see what our best moods and worst moods are and kind of where we are now in our week. Kenzie, did you have a best mood this week? Yeah, I think my best mood this week... um I just want to start off by saying I really love my boyfriend. And I think he's the greatest person ever. He's currently out of town. Well, he's also in Texas. He already moved. So I've had a whole week by myself. Oh, my God. I didn't realize I, like, love spending time with myself. But I also love my boyfriend. So I just, like, if I'm by myself, I'm normally just with him. And don't get me wrong. I still have a social life. Like, I still see my friends. I definitely see my boyfriend more. I'm not going to lie. But it's been so nice because I also knew that he'd be out of town. So I booked a lot of things for these two weeks. Uh, and Like what? Um, well, just like any recordings, I tried to book these two weeks, just like random things. Also the private training. Oh yeah. And then a lot of Pilates classes, blah, 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 whatever. No one cares. So basically (laughs) I booked a lot of things so that I would be busy, but it's just been nice because I've just been like on my own, like doing my own thing. And then also like, I just go to bed at 8 PM Oh my because it's so nice. Like I was vlogging on my way here and I was like wow okay I must really love Lauren I'm coming over at 6 p.m and that's far past my bedtime these days I have to wake up at 5 a.m for a workout in the morning <gasps> oh my yeah. god it's actually not as hard as you think though I have to be honest with you okay that's coming from no the, but well, I wasn't like this before like you think that I've always woken up early and like I mean maybe because I had to but I'm not like if I don't have to wake up at 5 a.m for a workout like I'm not gonna wake up see I said this the other day I was like I totally understand when people are in the situation where the only time they could physically work out is at like four o'clock five o'clock six o'clock rock but like if if there is nothing forcing me to do that, I'm not like, yeah, like I'm going to wake up early because then I have me time. I'm like, no, my me time is going to be with my eyes closed. Okay, like, well, here is the reason as to why I have to work out that early. It's okay. because I am so unbelievably annoying and will only take from daylight. Oh, so okay. I take her 7 a.m. And then I don't really like, I'll take a night class. Like I normally will take two night classes a week because shocker, she teaches those. (laughs) Um, But the only reason I'm doing the 6 a.m. thing is because that's the only time she's doing it. So that's why. And then also I, okay, I was thinking about this too. I have awful anxiety in morning workouts. I was going to ask you if you had anxiety. So I think that's also why I'm so productive because that's the only thing that makes me feel better. But I've learned other better, healthier coping ways. Uh, I know that's not great. But honestly, it's when I wake up and I work out, I feel so much better. It's because like a good I, release. Yeah, it's a release in the morning. So that's why it's really helpful. And then if I do it super early, it's also I like book my things around not having to leave West Hollywood 15 times a day and go back. Right. So it's more so that stuff. You know what I it's mean? It's like logistical slash yeah. like anxiety because like I have anxiety too because I was going to ask you because we're so similar mm-hmm. in like the achieving oh, way awful. and stuff yeah. but I feel like my anxiety does the opposite of what your anxiety yeah. does yeah. which is like why we're still so similar and I was also going to say that we're so similar because I can relate to the boyfriend thing so much <laughs> <laughs> I love my boyfriend yeah. so much but like some but uh, the I'm opposite because if he's not coming over, I stay up later. I think maybe it's because I don't get it as much. Like, you have a full week, so mm-hmm. it's like you get to go to bed early. But if my boyfriend's not coming over, I'm like, it's a party. Yeah. I, like, stay up watching all my shows, and I just, like, take up the whole bed, and it's amazing. Yes. Love him so much. Yeah, exactly. But, and like, you don't need to come over tonight. Here's my thing, though, with that, is that if I, I – 
like he just really calms me down and past 8 p.m if i'm watching a show i'm gonna fall asleep if it's dark like it's actually a problem i have to drink coffee to watch something (laughs) it's really really ridiculous like if i'm out of friends i'm good but if i'm at my house like laying on my couch or something i'm out if it's 8 30 i'm done for oh so, so you're like, like me you're like a sloth you no know, i will just i'm out that's it so <laughs> if he's over i'm sleeping like he will come over at seven and i will fall asleep at 8 30 and then he'll leave at like 11 sometimes he's just like all right bye oh like, really oh yeah that stuff happens all the time yeah, yeah yeah oh i'm so ridiculous i just fall asleep i can fall asleep anywhere anytime i can fall asleep like, anywhere anytime like when i used to act and i say that with quotes in real time because like i didn't have this like oscar award-winning acting <laughs> career like i was just on set a lot they had a whole photo album of me sleeping in like different chairs mm-hmm. different floors like whatever but i'm the opposite where cameron calms me down so much that if he's not there i don't fall asleep as as well I that definitely sense? sleep better, but yeah, no, that does make sense. I've been seeing that a lot in Facebook groups lately. People have been like, I've slept with my boyfriend the past two years and now I can't sleep, whatever. No, I can just sleep anywhere. <laughs> I'm fine. No like, problem I, sleeping. Yeah, I don't need him to, you know what I mean? Like, no I'm good. No problem sleeping. Yeah, no problem. Oh, my best mood is like, we were just talking about this. My best mood of the week was like being honest with my podcast that you obviously listened to and we yes, talked about yeah. before you got here. And I feel as though being honest and like more open and then having people like Kenzie and like all the other sisters that I'm friends with. I'm weirdly friends with so many pairs of sisters, bizarre, (laughs) just like really getting the support and just like, I think just like when you are, have so much anxiety and then you finally open up about it, it's like that weight is like suddenly lifted. So yes, it was literally probably the worst week I've ever had, but the satisfaction from getting through that shitty time was like so fucking rewarding mm-hmm. to the point where I'm like, okay, Cameron, now you don't have to sleep over anymore. Whereas like five days ago, I was like, you need to come over. And he was like, are you okay? Do you need me to drive over? I was like, oh, I don't know. Like it's either like normal Xanax or Cameron Xanax. Yeah. Like there was like no in between for the past seven (laughs) days but at least like being honest and like having you come over and you being able to be like Lauren you need to like da 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 and I was like okay you're right you're right but it's like in the moment you're like I hate everything I hate myself but I think it was the best part of the best mood of the week too was just honesty and yours was self that was my word for the year so I need to do that that more I I need to focus on myself more which is I mean (laughs) all the hate comments were like she loves herself and I'm like never experienced that (laughs) like Like, I wish who's that I don't know her I'm like I go to therapy once a week to figure out how to take care of myself because I hate me so I was like I need to actually be more involved in myself and I was like no it's I'm not gonna go back on it though 2020 is still gonna be the year of putting myself first even if it's uploading a really shitty podcast episode last week okay I was telling Lauren this earlier guys but we're also the week that when you were having this awful week was the week that I didn't get out of bed. We're literally the same. It's very oh, bizarre. Yeah. I just thought about that. But both Lauren and I have dynamic personalities, <laughs> as I like to call them. We can be very chill, laid back, kind of quieter for feeling it. Like, I, I, I wouldn't go as far to say quiet, but like <laughs> when we're sleeping. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like something like just like more toned down. Maybe, yeah, yeah, or yeah. like I, I was like, whatever the exact opposite of that is. And so it's like. It's hard when you have also, like, personalities in the sense of, like, I don't think they conflict. I don't think that's the word. It's almost, like, on and off. Like, now that you say that, I actually remember I was dating a different guy (laughs) a few years ago. But my boyfriend actually says a similar thing to me now. He always says, I want Lauren, not Lauren Elizabeth right now. Because it's, like, either I'm on or I'm off. And it's not that one's bad and one's good, but... I feel like as I'm growing up, I'm finding kind of the middle ground more, Mm -hmm. whereas Lauren Elizabeth is actually reflecting Lauren more. Does that make sense? But like at the same time, I'm still going to like dance really badly and be crazy and like say the F-bomb. I'm not going to turn into this perfect angel that fell from heaven. Like I'm just (laughs) that's not who I am. But it is like being on and off. Like you're not on 24-7. No. And it's it's hard because it's like when I'm like super outgoing and loud, like that's still me. But there's other sides to that. And to make matters even worse, (laughs) when we're, like, on and, like, louder and bold and, like, when you're a girl especially, that is – people hate that because people are, like, one – I don't like people being, like, people are jealous. Like, that's not what I mean by that. It's Mm -hmm. more so people – I don't even want to say threatened, but, like, a strong girl uh, really annoys people. 
Yeah. And like, I don't even know if that's the right way to say that. I know what I you're trying to say, that's though. That's not what I really want to try to say, but it's something like that. But it's like powerful energy. Like, yeah. immediately, like, like, some people are drawn to it and some people just naturally kind of are like, yeah. whoa. Like, and I'm doing this thing where I'm bouncing back on the couch yeah. <laughs> saying, whoa, I totally get it. I mean, that was part of, like, what I hated about myself for so long. I was like, I'm too much. Like, I'm yes, too outgoing. I'm too much. Exactly. That's that's literally the And I toned it part. down. And then I feel like once I finally embraced it, it went, like, so the other direction and now it's kind of like finding the middle ground because one thing that Cameron says and I'm sure that your boyfriend says the same thing is like when we go somewhere I he doesn't have to hold my hand and like make sure I'm okay the whole time like he knows that I can work a room and like be outgoing and engaging or whatever but you're still like a little bit on but it's not as much on as maybe on the internet because you're you're not you don't have to hype up as much so it's this like interesting balance of being able to have those dynamic personalities like we do like we're not the same person online that we are like sitting in our bedroom yeah to an no extent one, like it's ex- not a character but it's exactly. still like a different mood yes which is why a it's different the fucking mood, mood. <laughs> literally that's it like no one like you don't talk to your boss the same way you talk to your like best friends right and it's kind of in that whole realm of things and then when you're as a girl and you have a bigger personality i think more so you're told to tone it down so much Mm -hmm. for forever so then when you get when people just kind of like attack you online it's like okay people have been saying that to me for forever yeah you know what i mean it's more like that is what i was trying to say not like people care you know what i mean yeah 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 yeah. it's like everyone has a different taste for different personalities i mean like even guys like there's a lot of guys that like don't want girls with big personalities so because they're just stuck they're stuck in the past <laughs> yeah. okay what was your worst mood of the week <sighs> should we just do this one together since we have the same one or do you have it literally is the same one like uh, honestly like i yeah. wrote down you were like i don't like should i say this and i was like i was gonna say it anyway yeah. but like it, it was horrible it was obviously the news on sunday kobe bryant passing away and we didn't really talk about it before we started podcasting because we just wanted to save it for the podcast but like for me personally Like, I went to Kobe Bryant's retirement jersey ceremony, and my boyfriend is such a big Lakers fan that that's kind of been my life for the past three years. But I think once Cameron opened my eyes to him as a basketball player, but then also just, like, this icon, I I, I almost cried at this Lakers game because I was like, you're so inspirational. You're such an incredible dad that when this news was just brought upon us and I know it's Wednesday and this happened a few days ago and people have been talking about it but it was just it truly like I finally felt like I was coming out the other side of my issues and then this happened and oh my god like I was feeling a little okay and now the world seems so dark again like it it was just oh my god I I just didn't believe it was real we left the farmer's market because everyone was on their phones it felt like I was in a movie I was like this energy is like so contagious and I need to reflect on this by myself because it was, yeah, we didn't know him, but he, it was, it was just a, it literally was a world tragedy. Like I can't yes. even express how horrible I felt from this news. I've never felt like this from a celebrity news, I guess, before. Especially like, I think the biggest thing is how affected, like I even feel having not known him personally in the slightest and like I've lost people in my immediate family. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I hate like... Not that I hate to be that person because I'm not the person who's like, you can't feel this certain way at all. I've heard it a million times, but it's like so like I felt like to have never known him personally. And for that many people, including like ourselves to feel like I I literally cannot imagine one. I can't imagine the whole situation is so awful. Being in L.A. as it happened too was really crazy. I'm sure it was like a worldwide thing, but something about being here. It was like it was feel that you could feel it like I was walking on third and every single restaurant and like nail salon everything had the news on everyone was yeah. stopped looking at it like everyone i went to go eat at jones everyone was talking about it like yeah it was like still now people are still non-stop talking about it like even the buses today like all the buses all the posters like everything just says like r.i.p kobe like it's just so it's so much bigger than you would expect it, not that you would ever want to expect this but it's it's such a tragedy like you is like you said like especially being here people are so affected by I mean my boyfriend's been miserable for the past two days mm-hmm. literally was like but crying on Sunday crying on Monday I, I literally had to go home and I literally took a stress nap because I was like so overwhelmed with emotions for this family and these other families and it was like truly the worst like it was a horrible horrible mood obviously yeah it's so unbelievably sad like I can't even imagine so so horrible and but the tributes 
are truly like incredible. It's like you see like the positive power that someone can have in the legacy that they leave too. So it kind of shows you like what energy do I want to be putting into the world? Because when I go, that's what people are going to remember. And he clearly puts so much amazing energy in. Clearly. That like we're affected. I think for a city like LA too, and I love LA, but LA can be a more isolating city to a lot of people. And it is a transit city. Like people are in and out of here all the time. It's not the most, um, I don't know. I think that the Lakers just bring so mm-hmm. I think honestly, specifically Kobe has brought so much community to a city that can be very isolating to people and not even just LA, but like the entire like world, honestly, yeah. you know? So I think that's such a big, like to create community in LA, like creating community anywhere is so powerful, but LA is a little bit harder yeah. to do that in. So to have been able to like have impacted that many people and create such a community, has, yeah. like that's like amazing he was the one that said what i was telling you earlier he was like you get out of la what you put into it because he like loved la so much yeah. and he was people were like yeah but doesn't la suck and he's like no you get out of it what you put into it and like that's how we both feel too about yeah. our lives here because la doesn't suck <laughs> like, it just doesn't suck it's like, like you can find really really good people yeah. if like you're a good person and you go looking for those good people as long as you like don't change like you're from texas i'm from chicago and i feel like we've but like stayed really really grounded in everything that like we are so we have found people that are similar to that and it's it's like living anywhere it's not that yeah. hard as long yeah. as you like stay true to yourself like there's more traffic but <laughs> yeah like, you know things I mean, aren't really expensive yeah no definitely uh, yeah cost of living cost traffic. of living <laughs> my mom was like i want to move to la and i was like are you prepared she's like for what i was like the bills <laughs> the restaurants prepared? the juice do you think she will move I hope so. I think like when I get pregnant one day, she will be on a plane. Yeah. Like there is no way I'm like raising a child across the country from her. Like she is going to be like, I'm a grandma now. I'm on my way. I need both sets of my parents within a five mile radius of me. Oh yeah. Like I like whenever she's here, she stays in my house. I'm like, you're not staying in a hotel. I'm like, you're staying on the couch. What are you talking about? What do you mean? And then I like go into like a 14 year old mode. I'm like, cook for me. What are you doing? Like, can you give me water? Like, like, take care of me for once in my life. Someone else does like, literally I'll be like, Cameron, can you get me water? He's like, but you're up. (laughs) I'm like, all right. So when my mom comes in town, I'm like, yes, someone to take care of me. Before we jump into our mood boosters, I want to talk to you guys about a total mood booster Scentbird. Have you ever gone up to someone and asked, do you smell amazing? What perfume are you wearing? Scent is the most powerful sense you have, and a smell can bring on a flood of memories, influence your mood. (laughs) I'm telling you, it's a mood booster, and of course, enhance your natural style. But while you're looking for that signature scent that will make you stand out and keep the memory of you lingering on, your taste can be expensive, and buying a full bottle of perfume anytime you want to try something new can be a hit or miss, and is just like totally fiscally irresponsible. With Scentbird, you can have great taste and mix up your fragrance routine without breaking the bank. Whether it's Tom Ford, Gucci, Versace, Scentbird.com keeps you smelling good month after month. I love Scentbird. I've been using it for years. I'm always on the go and uh, forget to do things a lot. One of them being... (laughs) smell good but I feel like I get so many more compliments when I smell good it's like almost an icebreaker a conversation starter I'm constantly getting asked what perfume I'm wearing because I always know that I have my scent bird so I always have something smelling good on me I love the Gucci perfume that I got from scent bird but I'm always mixing up my fragrances I'm a total scent seeker so I really don't mind mixing up my fragrance I'm totally not stuck to one thing so I actually love that I can try all these new scents because Like I said, obviously, I'm not going to go out and just buy these full bottles of perfume, but I love, love, love perfume so much. So this is a way that I can just get a ton of different scents and throw them in different bags, have them for different occasions, and it's so affordable. They have 600 designer brands for you to choose a perfume from each month. You just choose the perfume you want to try, and they'll send you a 30-day supply. They also have products from other categories like skincare, wellness, and makeup. They carry brands such as Kulpari, Glam Glow, Glow Recipe, Tarte, and so many others. I always have my Semper in my bag in my pouches in my car everywhere I go I'm a total like organizational freak that has a pouch for everything and Scentbird is the easiest thing for me to throw in on the go anywhere and with an exclusive offer just for our listeners you can get 30% off your first month today that's only $10 for your first fragrance all you have to do is go to scentbird.com mood and use my promo code mood for 30% off your first month again that's scentbird S-C- entbird.com slash mood to sign up and use my promo code mood to try your first perfume or cologne just for $10. 
Sign on, smell amazing. Speaking of like feeling good, let's move on to our new segment called Mood Boosters, which is just things that boost your mood, whether it's TV, books, products, people, places, things, whatever it is that boosts your moods. For me, hey, I'm not materialistic, but I do really like things. And you know what I my justification is? I have had a lot of really bad coping mechanisms with anxiety. And I finally found one that's good, but that I unintentionally started doing. Fucking skincare. Like, literally. I love skincare, and I've always been into it. But I started realizing that when I'm really anxious and need something to do, I've fully been giving myself at-home facials. There you go. Like, literally, Christmas break, at-home, skincare. So I'm like, if you guys hear me talking about products, it's because they really clearly boost my mood, right? (laughs) It's fine. Um, Do you have any, like, mood boosters right now? What's up with you? Okay, so I already kind of mentioned this in the podcast, but um, Scandal has literally changed my life i also i don't ever watch shows like okay. i've said this to you before because the whole i'm ashamed that i don't watch the bachelor and like i'm working on it truly i am but i also like hate that i know like i don't want to know things being here you know what i mean yeah, yeah so yeah. then i was like oh that's so great i'll like be in texas hopefully and then i'll watch it there oh. but come to find out i know more again you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? yeah, so yeah. like that's really unfortunate anyways um yeah so most people's i think their new year's resolution would be to probably watch net like less netflix i think i need to watch netflix i think i need yeah. to be more in the know i know nothing and i actually like shows it's just to get me to actually sit down and watch something like it's difficult but once i do it i love it yeah so it's really great so anyways i started watching scandal well no i watched you did you watch you? oh yeah 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 great love that second season is, is hilarious because it's all based on la <laughs> yeah exactly and so that was great and then i was like what am i gonna watch next and then i remembered sophomore year of high school my childhood best friend was like you have to watch scandal so then i literally <laughs> watched scandal from a recommendation sophomore year of high school i'm a senior now in college guys i can't believe you literally didn't like even think to like put something on your instagram story or like text someone like you literally like someone told me to watch this when I was 15 I think I probably put it in the Facebook group but honestly like sometimes I ask for advice and I don't even like that's so awful like I, I look at like the first three scrolls yeah. and then I'm like okay I got it no I, I'll I'll just think of something before and I'm like okay I'm done like and then I look back I'll go back to that thread and like find something after anyways um it's been probably three weeks now on season five. Oh, <laughs> it my is God. so good I want to be Olivia Pope when I grow up I'm really off of that career grid <laughs> Like I'm in. I, I don't you even could be say like the social media. It, you could be like social media coordinator for the White House. Oh wow! I hate actually running social media. Okay. Too ironically, okay. but like it, I would do it for the White House. Yeah. Um. Do you run so your good. own social media? Yeah, I do. And but you don't like, like it? Okay, no, I like my social. I like like my Instagram. Like, but you wouldn't want to run someone else's. Yeah. No. And then I like my podcast Instagram I like need to work on that which I actually have now and I have all these great ideas it and, looks like, so stuff. good okay well no it doesn't <laughs> and you're just being nice um I literally looked at it today and I was like oh I like this flow okay well maybe because I'm changing it now so you will see in the next week you'll be very proud of me because it's gonna actually okay. be cool and like valuable and whatever um so I'm finding that fun but give it a few months and I'll be over that <laughs> and then I'll have to like pay someone or something at that point because it is important I like need something else you know but I, mean? I feel like with you the reason why I think scandal is such a mood booster for you is because you actually don't let yourself relax and you're such a like achiever well, that you should relax, actually allow yourself to watch TV. Yes. Okay. I agree. But I do relax, but in other ways, like I will watch YouTube for forever. Oh, I can do that okay. and I'll read. I just, for some reason, having a TV far from me, I think it's because mm. I just, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm like scrolling Instagram or I'm not paying attention, that sort of thing. Yeah. Scandal has really just captivated my entire yeah, life. Yeah. Some, like some of the stuff like YouTube and social media can be like a little bit mindless. Like even when I listen mm-hmm. to podcasts in the car, it's cause like, I don't have to be paying attention so much that I can't drive. You yeah. know what I mean? So I feel like you finally found something that like yeah. you actually can like be fully enthralled in something else. You know what it is too. It has to be that, I mean, I read a lot of, like, fiction now, but I think YouTube, since I do that for a living, right. it still kind of feels like work. Like, I feel really unplugged. Yeah. Also, love your whole hobby thing. Couldn't agree more. Um, <laughs> I realized when you were saying that, I almost texted you. I'm like, Lauren's going to hate me. It's hot Pilates, Lauren. It has to be. Okay, because but- I was trying to explain this to someone the other day. I'm like, honestly, Pilates is, like, more than, like, working out to me, though. It's, like, 
a huge part. It yeah. really feels like a hobby. Like, that's what it is. It has to be because it can't just be like. Well, as long as you're doing it not just because you have to, then I think it no, is I a it. hobby. I literally yeah. I look forward to it every single day. Because, like, for instance, climbing for me technically is like a workout. Like, I was mm-hmm. so sore after and I was sweating, but I'm not doing it to get a workout. That's just like the extra bonus. Yeah. But Pilates for me is not a hobby. Yeah. It's, <laughs> and yeah. it's like the social pressures of being on the internet and living in Los Angeles mm-hmm. makes me feel like I need to work out. But then I do it and I get the other side of it. I'm like, oh, wait, I feel great. I feel healthy. I feel my best self. But then a lot of the other parts comes from, I should be doing this. Everyone else is doing this. Like, I literally see you at Hot Pilates and I'm like, God damn it. It's like a reminder. I'm like, oh, I need to go do this. No, mine is just my awful anxiety led me to making myself work out again all the time. And then I realized I feel so much better doing this. And then... Daylet and I just really kicked it off. I she was the first person I told. Actually, I told Daylet and then I told you and Maddie and Scout about Texas. Like that was the oh, yeah. that was the order of business. And then I got back and I told the rest of my friends. Like oh my I, god, like, I feel so honored. Like we like are like actually really close. Like we talk all the time. I'm I mean I'm meeting with her tomorrow morning. I'm trying to oh you know what? I'm trying to help her with her socials. Maybe I do like it. I think you do. Yeah, I mean maybe Daylet is a hot Pilates teacher over at the Hot Pilates <sighs> yeah. on Sunset, god, founded so by Shannon, who I love as well. And you actually have a podcast episode with Dillette too. So if you guys want to learn more about hot Pilates and the best hot Pilates teacher ever that Kenzie's literally infatuated with, you can listen (laughs) to that. People are going to be like, who is this Dillette person they're talking about? (laughs) It's literally her hot Pilates instructor. (laughs) I've never even taken a class with her. Kenzie yells at me all the time. But you want to know why? It's at the worst times for me. 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Uh, sleep sometimes and sleep. Sometimes it's 6.15 p.m. too, Mondays and Wednesdays. Yeah. I have her schedule memorized. <laughs> like, it's so embarrassing. She literally does. Yeah. My mood boosters of the week, I thought I'd make you proud. Okay. I got a hydro flask. I am proud. And I literally felt like you, like you were actually my inspiration for it. Oh. It wasn't like being a visco girl or anything like that. I was like, Kenzie Elizabeth has a hydro flask and goes to hot Pilates. The least I can do is get a hydro flask. <laughs> But you didn't tell me that when you put ice water in it, that the ice would stay frozen. It is the coolest thing. It's a hydro flask. (laughs) What did you expect? I was running around the house. I was like, the ice is frozen and the water is liquid. This is like Elon Musk shit, dude. Boy, that's why hydro flasks are so like popular. Oh, <laughs> wait, do you have what lid do you have, though? OK, I have the screw on one with the handle and I know people don't love it. Get the one with a straw. Yeah, but I heard that it gets really gross if you don't clean it. Do you have? Uh, the- yeah, I mean, I have both. It's easier with the straw, but I feel like I just wash mine all the time. Honestly, mine, I realized when I saw yours today, I haven't seen mine since I got back from winter break. I've been using another water bottle. <gasps> you cheat. But it has to be my trunk because I throw all my water bottles. I know. I was I was I... so excited. I thought maybe you were going to bring one over and then you, we would both have them I and know. I would feel cool for once. No, well, Lauren, I do use mine all the time. I just haven't in the past few weeks. I'm so sorry and to report. Do you put ice in it? Yes, I do. And it's, I'm just <laughs> appalled, honestly. Could you tell that I didn't do well in science? <laughs> no, I mean, it's just like, that's, did you just think? How like, does it know, like They're not Kenzie. super cute. Did you think that it was for the look of it? No, I, I, I thought it was more of like a sustainable situation oh, of like, I, I should not be using water because I started it's drinking straws. a ton of water <laughs> in 2020 and I was like saving, I wanted to save more turtles. And so I was like, I need a hydro flask. And then all of a sudden I was like, this is the best thing ever. I've never been happier over a water bottle Ooh. in my life. <laughs> I'm like actually crying. I'm loving it so hard. <laughs> also, I just saw your revolver word. I feel like I'm the of a celebrity now oh yeah oh you mean my revolve nomination oh, <laughs> <laughs> so that oh, wait, is Claudia won that one didn't she yes she at did at least it was Claudia exactly yeah. she took it home for the fam but that is and if you notice when you look at the um the plaque it's actually crooked so they couldn't oh. even they it's, didn't even put my name on straight it's literally it's not centered yep. wait I think the the triangle isn't even yeah so I'm <laughs> I'm a fraud my last thing that I wanted to make you proud of with a mood booster because I'm trying to be more like you if you can't tell is this app and I was gonna ask you if you have any good apps so this one is called good notes on the iPad yeah no I actually we like it love I actually was gonna ask if you were using good notes when you had that up what because was that on this is good notes oh, okay yeah but I first of all I, I used to use notability but I didn't love the interfaces I like, like notes as much but this was like eight dollars so I really wanted to run and buy you no I love it I wish I would have brought mine over because I have so many 
it's really awesome because I feel like it'll help me because I love the iPad but what I started using the iPad for was like less work and more like literally watching Hulu (laughs) so I was like okay Lauren like 2020 get on your Kenzie Elizabeth like (laughs) structure and like being a boss bitch I was like use I saw you for your podcast you had like your iPad with your notes and I was like Mm -hmm. I need an iPad with notes it's really helpful for podcasting and stuff also I literally have my iPad at my side at all times around my house because when I'm cooking I watch YouTube videos okay there I read on it too. Well, I, I'm a, I'm a, Kindle. I, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> you have a Kindle. I'm, I'm aware. I'm jealous. But the Kindle is like, it, it's the brightness thing for no, me. No, I get it. It's, a, it feels more like a book. It's just better. Like, yeah. I get it. I would rather read an actual book, but at this point, and it's, I love physical yeah. books, like, I don't, I just like don't have room anymore in my house. Yeah. I, that's a lie. I do, but like, I just don't, it's, it's, it's too kind much. of a waste of paper. Yeah. Cause I go, now that I have the Kindle, I've, do you want to hear something crazy? I read six books in January. That is I haven't done that since ever because I wasn't reading for school. That's for sure. Yeah, and like not. spark notes. <laughs> yeah. Like no way. And it like, it's just crazy because it's so quick, but I, I get that you read on the iPad because you have it. I, I guess that makes sense. But yeah, the note, the good notes app I wanted to recommend for a mood booster. Cause it really like makes you feel like on top of it. Like mm-hmm. I felt so organized. I felt I made freaking templates. You see that? That's that a template. Really That's Wait. a template. I copy and pasted it before we jump into today's mood slash topic. I want to talk to you guys about the Fi Smart Collar. It's the newest breed of dog collars available. Think of it as like an Apple Watch or a Fitbit for your dog. It has cell service and a GPS chip inside of it. A lot of people always think that when they get their dogs microchipped that this takes care of that problem, but it doesn't. It's a huge misconception. A microchip in your dog is just like an ID. It only works if someone finds the dog and brings it into a shelter or the vet, but Fi is totally different. It has GPS location tracking you can see your dog's location on your phone you could get notified on your phone when they escape a safe zone which you set which i think is amazing it's like a fence that doesn't exist for your dog but it's on their collar and you always know where they are and i'm obsessed with my dogs so this is amazing you can also keep your dog active healthy and happy by hitting daily step goals you can see all their previous walks compared to your friends all in a very easy to use app setup takes like two minutes and you're good to go i love technology i love my dogs this is literally absolutely genius have you ever lost your dog or had a scary close encounter is your pup an escape artist have you accidentally left the gate open i've done both of those things by accidentally letting the pizza guy in and leaving the door open and if someone literally didn't say hey where's stella aka my dog she would have been totally missing 20 feet down the street no collar just total escape artist it was the scariest moment of my life and I totally wish I had Fi because it gives you the peace of mind to never have to worry about stuff like that again Fi also offers custom activity tracking unique for each pup you can set their daily step goal see previous walks and check your breed for rankings if you have a dog walker you can check in on their walks and activity levels as well you're basically always with your dog even when you're not with them people are loving their Fi collars they've sold tens of thousands it's the collar that it's been blowing up my IG feed. It seems like every dog is wearing one at the moment and it is truly the future of dog collars. Exclusively for my listeners, you can get $50 off with code MOOD. All you have to do is visit tryfi.com to find out more. Okay, let's move on to our topic of the day because when I think of you, I think of anti-hustle culture <laughs> because you introduced me to the phrase and yes, you're yes. also like a type three, you're super achiever. So I wanted to kind of talk about like how you're a hustler and then how you also recognize like anti-hustle cu- culture and like what anti-hustle culture like definition is for you if that makes sense so like you were the one that introduced me to it like what is it okay honestly I feel like you posted about this before I even posted about this oh really like yeah I feel like you had talked about how boring it is to like or how people glamorize being so busy to the point where it's unhealthy for you honestly I think part I think part of it was probably from you talking about that I think I always uh posted about like the glamorization of over exhaustion like for sure Yeah. yeah and that's kind of what I what I associate with it like I'm all for working hard or type threes but I think it's like so is that a barefoot oh my gosh are those all barefoot dream blankets you're really living life so I'm sorry <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay um it's just a few yeah they're literally the best blankets ever so sorry guys they're mood boosters sorry <laughs> literally mine's in Texas right now it's awful so anyways <laughs> um yeah I think it's really boring when all people have to talk about is their work I think more than that it's really dangerous to find your identity and your self-worth and your job and your occupation I read this book and he was just talking it's called uh, to hell with the hustle and he was just is this the one with the coffee cup on the front that you always post yeah or is is it the red one 
it like has like a coffee cup on yeah. the front with like a thing right yeah i think so no because like, i was gonna ask you i literally was gonna ask you what the book you always recommend to people is that was it that's it okay then. so it's the hell with the hustle did you ever see the so total sign up the viral like jesus over religion videos like 10 years ago these things went viral it's him yeah. oh so people are now making that connection i just have followed him for forever anyways oh, okay, okay back to the episode he was just talking about how it's a very relatively new concept that people are really fully finding their identities in their jobs and occupation and i think in like side holes of culture and all of this stuff like I think all of that's amazing and I think the fact that girls are in a lot more positions of like authority or power or like financial not even stability but like making a lot more money and they're more successful I think that's amazing like that stuff I love and I love working really hard but the idea that you your worth is in your work in what you do to the point where it's unhealthy and you're just doing all this stuff kind of for the sake of doing it. I think it just gets dangerous and it's boring. Like there's more to life than working. Mm -hmm. And also like I say this because I was the complete opposite of this two years ago. So like I completely burnt myself out because all I cared about was work and that was like who I was. And then I'm like, wait a second. I like, I'm Kenzie. I have this and I do this. I also have a family. Like I have like all my friends, like I have a relationship. Like there's so much more to life than just your job. You know what I mean? How did you actually realize that though? Like, did you literally like wake up one day and be like, wait, I'm burnt out? Or like, what was that like for you to be able to pull back? I think I was just so miserable. At the time, I was working from home and doing school from home. And then I ended up doing a school with like a program that's half internship. So then I was, I did that internship for two years. I just finished like in December. So that kind of gave me life outside of my job in Um. a way healthier way. And it made me, I learned like healthy work habits in, I wasn't so like, I think working for yourself does wonders for anxiety, but also makes it so much worse. Mm -hmm. So I think I just learned a lot of really healthy work habits, but I just think in general, overworking yourself to the point of exhaustion is really over glamorized and that's more so what i mean with anti-hustle culture it's yeah. like in the whole thing it's like sleep when you're dead like blah 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 it's like no like be a good person like hang out with your friends like see your friends invest in relationships like if you get to the very very top and you have no one there you know what i mean and that happens all the time yeah i mean that's what i always say too it's it's like at the end of the day, I would say like on their, your deathbed, no one says, oh, I wish I worked more, you know, you, you, you value other things, but I think it's so hard when you're, when we're in this kind of um, time where people are so into hustling and you see everyone's hustle on social media and you feel like you need to do more more more. So for me, it's like, how do you even begin to realize you need to pull back? I think I just finally came to the point. It was, It was kind of just over a period of time, though. Like, I was so burnt out. I think my anxiety was so bad, and I was so miserable. It was, like, really my answer, which is not most people's answer because you can't just go to school, was just, like, putting myself in a different kind of environment. Right. But I was just, like, I'm so miserable. I just – it had been going on for so long, and there was a lot of things in my life that I changed. Like, it was – I changed like there was like a guy that was in my life completely cut that off like there mm-hmm. were so many things that I was like I have to completely change everything I went home it was in December December 12th I actually do remember this day I, don't, <laughs> I know the date because I had a flight and I don't know why I remember this but I cut this person off and I you know what's weird okay now that I'm actually really thinking about this <laughs> it was actually my pastor Chad's book and it was like his faith forward future book and I was reading it but it was more so it was like on like an unhealthy relationship or something okay and I literally ended it like I read that chapter I called a friend I ended it that day I went out of town to go visit my cousin and then I went to Texas for three weeks and I came back started school and changed my entire life like everything about it but it's like weird thinking about that now I totally forgot that even but it wasn't the when you refer to school is it part of the Zoe school too as well I went to ZLC so it's like accredited through Southeastern University and then it's also an internship so it was at Zoe so that helped a lot because I was just in that every single day but it was like I couldn't work all the time I couldn't do things all the time and then I was I was I think too when you're working from for yourself especially from a young age like yes I did work a normal job but I was like 14 to 16. Like, right. I just, you know, it wasn't like I worked a real job later on in life to where I could really learn underneath people. And so I was like, I don't really have anyone above me who's older than me who I can learn from at this point. So putting myself in that was really helpful because I learned so much. The girl who I said was literally just I literally talked about her in another podcast today. But that's just like you 
has helped me so much with that she's like that's unhealthy that's not cool like do this whatever and so that's helped me so much but then I think I was just able to I think I found my identity not in like numbers on a screen but how hard I was working Mm -hmm. so I would just work so hard to the point where like there was nothing else to me besides like oh I work really hard yeah which is a great quality and I do love that about myself but I don't want to be like known for working really hard you know what I mean yeah it's like you don't want to be too much of anything and then especially when it's like it's the same thing if you said you put everything into your relationship with your boyfriend then it's like you're just a piece of arm candy if you put everything into your work then you're you're just work but I think it's really important what you said about uh switching your environment too because we even just said earlier like there's a lot of people that are like let's say quote unquote miserable in LA and it's like well there's some people where it's like okay well you can move but I guarantee you you're gonna be miserable anywhere so it really shows that like you weren't actually miserable as a person you just really needed to change your environment and for Mm -hmm. some people I think that's like a really important first step like that was like what I had to do multiple times in my life was when I was miserable at one college when I was going to college I had to change and I went to another one and I was like happier because it was like a change an environment and then surrounding yourself with like supportive people and like learning those healthy habits because if you surround yourself with people that are all like hustle 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 then you're gonna think that that's the right thing to do and it kind of goes into curating your Instagram feed almost too like do you find yourself following certain people or unfollowing certain people just based on like how they make you feel like when you're seeing stuff I'm not yes but I'm not super affected affected I'm not really crazy affected by what other people are doing as much like I watch that even when I post stuff with working out like I because I know that makes like people are like oh I wish that like I'm not there like blah 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 like sets people off which something I need to be better about is like also posting when I'm like doing nothing but when I'm doing nothing I'm not gonna post because I'm not thinking to post for Instagram you know what I mean yeah I mean when I see your stuff I don't think like oh my god like she's always working like it's more of I see like you also like have your kind of message that you put out there and it is like what you're saying and so when I see you like going to hot Pilates and then you're already done with this by 7 a.m it's more aspirational and I know that you're a normal person though too so it's like yeah you don't have to show all of your personal life just to show that you are normal too because you don't make it seem like it's perfect you make it seem like you're working hard for like a good reason if that makes sense yeah I think going back to thank you I think going back to changing it too I think the biggest thing is like I ripped the band-aid off so I ended all of that I, there was no going back like tr- trust me there was no going back to that one that so, takes so much like strength but it, I tried to do it for months like oh, it was okay. it was a whole it was a process but even then so that was a little over two years ago now so over the next year I think I learned a lot more of like what it means to actually work in a healthy way right and so I was able to do that on my own and for the next year and a half mm-hmm. and I started spending a lot more time with friends. I was so much more fulfilled because I actually have people in my life that I like loved and loved me. And not that I didn't before, but it was just a different kind of friendship, like right. so much better. And then I started dating Quentin and mm-hmm. that was really good for me too, because it, he like makes me relax. Like I yeah. don't relax as much as I do. I actually don't think I ever relax really until like he calms me down. Yeah. So I think that's been helpful. Not, which I like hate to say, cause I don't want to be like, Oh, get a boyfriend or like, Oh, you, I can only do this with this person. But like, I've learned that from him. Yeah. You but know? that's what a, a good partner is. It's yeah. different of like, Oh, I only do it cause my boyfriend as opposed to, Oh, my boyfriend brings out the best version of myself. Yeah. I think there's a difference. Like you want a good teammate and you want a good partner. So it's good that he's doing good things for you. Not yeah. like, Oh, I have to do this because my boyfriend wants me to do it. Like, it's totally different. Some people were also asking, too, like, how do you stick to being organized and, like, how do you manage your schedule? Because, like, I feel like you do fit a lot of things in the day. I I don't know if people know, but your podcast is also with Dear Media and which is the skinny confidential and you remind me so much of like a mini her like in certain ways like the way that she kind of like manages her life and has a really set schedule like I really see a lot of her in you but how do you actually manage your schedule create a schedule and then like balance it with all the other stuff you're saying because like you work out you have a boyfriend you see your friends you work really hard like how it's funny that you say that about me and Lauren because Quentin and Michael are told all the time that they're the same person because they are like they're so similar it's unbelievable they just gave birth well lauren just gave birth but like michael was in the hospital with a sheet mask on and quentin was like oh my god like and we have the same producer too but literally everyone's the same so i think because i've been in school the entire time that i've been doing all this it's actually really helped me because i didn't really have a choice other than to get things done right but i'm very 
I've kind of been like this my entire life as far as I'm like one of my biggest strengths is time management. Mm -hmm. So that's always been really good. But I've also always like even when I was like seven years old, I would go to Starbucks with my dad and fake work. Like back when Starbucks had like Wi-Fi cards and like it was on like a green little wristlet thing. And I would go. (laughs) My dad is my best friend. I would go to Starbucks and I would like work next to him. I have no idea what I was doing. I was probably on the like like Barbie things, whatever. But like just I've always been like that. But because of school, I was like, okay, I have to, if I want to do all this, I have to be scheduled. So it right. kind of forced me into that even more than I already was. Also, my Google Calendar, I like live by that. Everything is in it. Like Everything? Everything is in it. As far as what I'm doing, yeah. yeah. Like every single workout, obviously, that's like the Dinner with I friends? Do. Yeah, dinner with friends. Like this is in it. Because I'll forget too, or I'll like overbook. I've done it to where I've booked too many things. Out. Like I've like booked two guests at the same time or whatever. Me, 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 me. Yeah. So I have to do, I literally have to do the podcast also, or the Google calendar. It's also nice because like management can yeah. send stuff. So that's the other thing. But like, even if I'm like, okay, I'm going to edit for two hours. I put that in, like I put everything in there. Um. So then I just go off of the Google calendar and then I get stuff done, everything done because everything I need to get done is in the Google calendar. Do you like ever put in like one hour of nothing? Yeah. Like I'll be like, oh, especially, oh, another thing that's really important that I do is I don't work Saturdays at all. Okay. Like it doesn't matter. And I don't work Sundays. So I'm in church all day. So like I take weekends and sometimes I'll edit if I have to or whatever but also like my boyfriend and I are really like on our Saturday chill days like we don't do anything we literally like in the morning we take my dog to Starbucks she gets a puppy chino we get our Starbucks <laughs> and we like go home and watch shows and do nothing okay so that's like another thing like I make sure I rest I prioritize that so I if I I don't care if I have a deadline like if I have I have one day a week where I don't do anything yeah so that's really important. But but you can get there because everything else is so scheduled out yeah, too. Exactly. So you know that you're getting all this stuff done by Friday night anyway. So Saturday you're probably not even stressed. Like you allow yourself to chill. Yeah. I just make myself do it. I also stay really ahead on podcast and YouTube videos. Like right now, granted, I'm about to be out of town for at least a month. But I have like 10 episodes recorded right now. Like I have so many, but I have to. And I can batch record because I go to a studio and like I don't do – you do more than I do for the podcast. Like I just go in and – like, I tell them what I want, and I record there and stuff, but I don't edit it. I don't produce it. Like, Taylor you get does stressed? all that. That someone else has control? No, just, like, in life. Oh, yeah. No, I definitely okay. get stressed. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I thought you meant that, like, someone else can edit it. Oh, my God, no. I yeah. mean, I, I just have control issues. You do a really good job of balancing, like, mental health with work and relationships and organize and schedule. Do you think that there's anything that you've struggled with like with support or like other people like you said that you could maybe give like motivational tips to like other people like what would you say from everything that you've learned to the place you are now that like are tips for people that need motivation a few things that kind of come to mind the first thing about balance is that I was someone who's like I have to find balance I was so set on finding balance and then do you know Caroline Beckman is no she's like an entrepreneur she's really cool but she used to live here anyways you guys probably have mutual friends is why I asked but she came into my school and like gave this teaching and she just gave this whole analogy and she's like balance like literally does not exist and things are she gave this whole like presentation that I'm not going to be able to explain to you guys but just know it was really good but basically she's like it's not even supposed to exist like at different times in your life different things are going to take a different a higher priority Mm -hmm. so like if you if right now it's a big like season of your life where you're like working and you need to be working and it's a big time for your career that takes a higher priority Mm. if you're in a new relationship obviously that's going to take a different priority it's just kind of like kind of like having vision for your life and reprioritizing as you go oh because I was so set on finding this exact perfect balance and I'm not like it's not to say that I'm like oh balance like doesn't exist or whatever it's more so I've just like shifted to being like what is the priority right now so like this month I feel like the past two years of my life have been a lot more social Mm -hmm. than especially the past year has been a lot more social than it was prior right but like this month I'm moving I'm leaving like I'm not in my internship anymore like I'm back to like full-time working so Mm -hmm. like that was more of a priority now so I think rather than beating myself up for not being perfect in every area of my life I wish I would have just realized that at different times there's different priorities it's not about balancing every single thing it's about prioritizing and then kind of just like not to like use because it sounds weird because it's like you want to use the word to say not to do it and then you want to use the same word to do it so I'm like it's not balancing everything it's actually 
knowing what you should be prioritizing and then balancing the rest mm-hmm. of it around it. So it's like I'm it's like a double negative. It's not double. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I know what you're saying. It's like it's a hard. weird motivational tip but it is it's like what is the priority right now and don't be afraid that that's going to change like it's okay that makes a lot of sense because for instance I've been in a relationship for three years like it's unless there's something going on it's not really the priority like right now work is the priority but that doesn't mean that everything else goes away I just balance the rest with that in mind is that what I should be doing I'm like asking you as if you're my life coach I think I mean it's helped me a lot and even in the sense of with work like my like internship in school kind of came first for the past two years so that was really on the back burner in comparison to everything else like I was posting all the time but I wasn't doing like everything that I wanted to be doing you know what I mean like I wasn't like giving my all to it so I was like once this is over like I'm going back to that so it wasn't that I wasn't working at all and that wasn't it like I was posting all the time but it was just like okay this isn't my main priority like I'm not going to give this every single thing I'm still doing it but like I recognize right now I'm in school you know it's almost interesting you can almost say that for like a day-to-day like how yeah. on Saturday like your priority on that day changes and then yeah. you know that you're going back to it on Monday but you don't have to stress about it because it's not the priority right now it's going to be there it's in the balance it's in the thing but it's not the priority of the day mm-hmm. that actually makes a lot of sense yeah, I really like that didn't come from me but nothing ever that Could I it say. come from again Caroline Beckman like shared it I don't okay. know she does a bunch of like entrepreneurship stuff like definitely things that you would she's a Forbes contributor I'm pretty sure but Oh, um, I love that. She shared it in school. So quick break before we jump into hashtag my mood because it's brought to you by Lovebook. Valentine's Day is coming up and you guys are constantly messaging me with ideas for the day. You guys, Lovebook helps customers express the sentiments that may be difficult to say out loud. Each book is completely customizable, but most customers use them to list the reasons why they love someone. Users can create characters that look just like themselves and the recipient down to the outfits and accessories. Cameron, are you listening? You might be getting one, but you can also make me one. I really wouldn't mind. While you have the option to personalize each page as much as you want, you can also use the express option that creates a complete book with just a few clicks. Lovebooks are the perfect gift for valentine's day and it's coming up so soon lovebook even offers a membership program now you'll save immediately on your purchase today and also receive 50 percent off future purchases lovebook is not for yourself it's always a gift it's ideal for that special someone that really deserves a meaningful present there's only so many gifts you can buy so why not switch it up get something meaningful that's going to last forever it's going to make their valentine's day you can literally have it for the rest of your life it's such an incredible way to make a memory it is seriously an irreplaceable gift i'm obsessed with this everyone is loving this and you can too so visit lovebookonline.com slash mood to receive a special 20 percent discount only for my listeners that's lovebookonline.com slash mood to receive a special 20 percent off discount only for my listeners do it now because valentine's day is coming up and you will not regret it back to the podcast and now we're going to move on to my mood kenzie is going to help me give some advice and this is my favorite one because she says Hi, Lauren. My mood is strengthious, stressed and anxious (laughs) combined, (laughs) thus strengthious. Because I'm going off to college in the fall and I'm worried about finding the right people for me to become friends with. I know I'm going to be exposed to so many different people, beliefs, backgrounds that I've never been exposed to before. And I'm worried that I might get mixed in the wrong crowd before I realize that they are in the right people before I realize that they are the right people for me. I'm excited for this new chapter, but I don't want to be worried about unnecessary drama because I might not fit in with a certain group of people. How do you realize that certain people aren't the right ones for you? How do you know if people are being genuine? What advice do you have for people that are moving to a new city? What would you go back and tell your younger self when you first moved to L.A.? I actually picked this one mostly because it's like a stressed, anxious question that has to do with like people, beliefs, backgrounds and moving. And I know that like you are very passionate about like finding the right people in L.A. and how that helps you like balance the rest of like work and everything. And I think that we made it really clear that who you surround yourself with helps you I think okay as far as like different beliefs backgrounds and stuff I mean expanding on that is the best thing you'll ever do you need to know people who are completely different from you and have different beliefs like that's amazing also just know that sometimes it takes a long time it took me a year when I moved Mm -hmm. here to really like find kind of the people and honestly ended up taking two years yeah so just realizing and in the meantime I had friends that I like still love but just realizing that sometimes it takes time mm-hmm. also I think when you're going to college it, it just do I, I guess this is like the very generic answer but I'm just trying to kind of relate it more to a college scene it's like go to join things that you're interested in you're gonna find people who have similar interests also I think 
so often people get in trouble because they like are be um, day one best friends with their roommate or like day one best friends with anyone and I think well I'm very much so the person who like I meet someone I just immediately know if I'm gonna be friends with someone yeah. kind of but it's like I think sometimes people at the very beginning are like oh this is my best friend especially when they move somewhere else and it's like maybe just take friendships a little bit more slow mm-hmm and go from there because you don't want to if you're like so so close to someone and you realize that that's not really the friend that i want to have it's gonna in you can't really just like distance yourself slowly from like a distant friend if it's your best friend like that's right. gonna be a falling out that you don't want to deal with the drama of it so i think just take things slow and understand that some like you don't always make friends like right away and i think what you said is like you just know if you're gonna get with someone and I think that's because you know yourself so much and so when you hear someone's asking these questions it's like if you know yourself and you love yourself and you know what you believe you can still be open to other people's beliefs and backgrounds and all of that but if you know what it feels wrong you're not going to get involved in it anyway so you're there for school and like that's what you should be focused on like that's the priority right now and just focus on figuring out who you are and those people will come because you're going to be able to find them because you know yourself so well too like if you didn't know who you were you wouldn't you wouldn't be even be able to say like oh I know right away if I'm gonna be friends with someone or not like you know you knew we were gonna be friends because you were like oh she's like me and I know who I am so I recognize her so it kind of like is similar to that as well this person didn't tell me their mood but I'm gonna slide (laughs) I'm gonna let it slide but not not moving forward okay we're structured (laughs) around here So I'm 24 years old and still living in the town that I was born in, in California. I went to every school in this town from what, from preschool to college. I'm going crazy because I just want to move out of my parents' house in this small town. But to be honest, I have it pretty good here. My best friends are here. I have my boyfriend, my dog, and a great big girl job. But all I've ever wanted to do is get out of my comfort zone. I want to move, move to L.A., okay? Oh, she's born in California, but wants to move to Los Angeles. I have the opportunity to work for a place I've been freelancing for in LA, but it's only part-time and I'd have to get another job, perhaps not in my industry. My dilemma is that I'm not sure if it's worth downgrading in my career in order to just live in LA. My plan would be to work for this place for a year or so and then start applying for jobs that I deserve so I could eventually have my dream job. Am I not being realistic? Am I crazy? Should I just wait until I have a better job? Should I move with savings I have and go hard at applying in places in this area? Help. I need to get better at reading. So basically this girl has a good life but wants to get out of this big city, but would be downgrading in her career. Now I just keep thinking priorities. I'm like, what's the, pri-? I'm like, what is the priority at this time in your life? Cause you were even saying you were like, you don't want to work too hard. Cause you don't want to just be about work. You want other parts of your life to make you happy. I think there are times though, where you put in the work sometimes, but I just don't think that your work ethic should ever more. So I think the best way to say it is focus more on who you are than what you do. And there's this quote, and I'm butchering it. I butcher every single one. But basically, it's like your talent gets you through the door, but your character keeps you there. Mm -hmm. So I think people are so focused on what they do that they don't know who they are. Anyways, I think with that, I think when you're young, I always recommend moving out of your hometown. I think it's really good for everyone. Uh, Lauren and I were talking earlier. I was like, yeah, you spend like your whole life wanting to leave your hometown only to want to go back to it. Yeah. So I think that's just, I mean, important to hear. Like when I was younger and I was like, I'm moving to LA. I was so sad on getting out. And I remember where I was and we were, I was driving with my dad and he was telling me, he's like, you'll be back. Like you will move back here one day. <laughs> and I was like, dad, I will literally never do that. Like, I'm sorry. Don't get your like hopes up, blah, 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 whatever. And then, lo and behold, I just got a house there. So uh, whatever, you know, your parents are always right. But I think there's a lot of, on one end, it's like you don't want to stay there and then grow and stay there for a relationship or something and then grow to resent that person because you never gave yourself a shot. But also, I think if you really want to move to L.A., like it is a little bit harder. Yeah. I think just if you can't get that off your mind and you really feel like that's your next move, I say just do it. And do what you have to do in the meantime. Yeah, I feel like the do what you have to do is like if you're if you want to move to L.A. so bad or wherever you want to move and maybe the job's not perfect, you can work your ass off to make sure the job becomes perfect and then you'll be happy in the environment you are in, too. So then it's like you at least have an opportunity to get to this environment that it's that's going to improve your life. And then you have to really prioritize the work part when you get there and make sure you work your ass off to be at a job that you deserve. But if your work is more important and you have a better job and it's not worth moving, like it really just has to come down to your priorities because I believe that 
you have to if you put in the work you will get rewarded and like you said it's like talent gets you in the door character keeps you there and a part of your character could be how hard you work so like yeah you got in the door with this like position and maybe it's not as good as you are but like once you get there they'll realize that like I've had friends that go start their jobs and they're getting underpaid and all this stuff and they work their ass off and they prove what they're worth and then they get promoted. Like it's not always as simple as that, but I think that if you really want to move, you don't necessarily have to get your dream job to be able to move there because you shouldn't expect things to get handed to you. You should work your ass off to deserve them and then be like, damn, like I didn't move to LA with, I moved to LA with like $0 in my bank account. Like I spent everything that I had just because I wanted to move here and then I figured it out as I went and I don't regret it at all so I think it really just comes down to like if you actually want to live there or not yeah but LA is fucking hard LA is hard I think LA is amazing um I think there's also a lot of amazing places in the world though too yeah definitely people kind of forget like I think especially I mean I think of like the only cities is like where I'm from in LA and New York (laughs) like and I love Chicago so Chicago but like it's just so I don't know. I think if you really want to live in LA, like you just have to put in the work. Yeah. So it's like, depend. it just, it's whatever you feel like matters the most. Get ready to work, 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 yeah. work, work, work. And then follow Kenzie because she's really good at working. <laughs> Kenzie, thank you so much for coming on this wow. week's new and improved new episode and improved. of Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. If you guys want to keep up with Kenzie, she's one of like the most inspiring, just like hardworking, but has such a good head on her shoulders. Like the exact type of person that I like to surround myself with because she's a good balance even though we calf hate that word um where can everyone find you what are the ats just kenzie elizabeth on everything kenzie elizabeth on everything yeah. and then i love you so much podcast with kenzie elizabeth yeah you can even just search kenzie elizabeth and that's what pops up oh wow aren't you because my just... title my name's in the title lauren it's not like <laughs> whatever. sometimes when i search myself you come up as well because we've done stuff together and then we both have the same middle name oh yeah thank you so much i love you guys so much thank you so much to kenzie make sure you go follow her and i'll talk to you guys next week Bye.